0: Open your Bibles with me to Psalm 111. Psalm 111. Let me make a few thoughts, a few comments from this Psalm after we read it together in unison. I want you to be looking for the works of the Lord. I want you to be looking for the Word of the Lord. I want you to be looking for who is reverend in the Bible. And I want you to be looking for where is wisdom and good understanding to be found. Amen. Let us all rise. Psalm 111 together. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Praise ye the Lord, meaning praise the Lord Jehovah, is the opening sentence of this psalm and a number of other psalms. If you have a center column reference, it should tell you that that word in the Hebrew is the hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. I want you to notice that the Lord has some things to say about his works. Things that God has made, things that God has done, and He wants you to recognize them and to spend some of your life exploring them and delighting in them. Verse 2, the works of the Lord are great, He tells us. The works of the Lord are sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. Do you have pleasure in the works of God? Amen. The great things that He's done, whether it's the creation of the world, whether it's the confusion of the world or whether it's the drowning of the world, or whether it's the saving of the world of His elect, or whether it's the burning up of this world that's coming shortly, whether it's Him giving you truth, as opposed to the ignorance of the rest of the world, His works are great, and we should seek them out, and they're contained in the pages of Scripture primarily. His work is honorable and glorious. Everything God has done is honorable. It's noble, it's righteous, it's pure, it's holy, and it's glorious when you consider the power and the majesty and the wisdom that was involved in doing the things that God has done. Yeah. And he's made those works to be remembered, right. which is why they're in the Bible. Never forget is something I preached to you recently, and his works are something he doesn't want us to forget. Right. He wants us to talk about them. Peter warned in 2 Peter chapter 3 that they are willingly ignorant of the flood. Right. Men don't like to think about the flood. They don't want to think about the flood because they want to satisfy their own lust, And the thought that the entire world of those who were satisfying their lust was suffocated by water is too much for them to bear. So they are willingly ignorant of it. But we remember them, and he's made them to be remembered. And we want to remind ourselves of them. And the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. We can rejoice at his holy judgment on the wickedness of men whose hearts were only evil continually from their youth, which is why he drowned them. And we can look at the wonderful work of having Noah build a boat that would protect him from rain that Noah had never seen before. We move further into this psalm. He has showed his his people the power of his works in verse 6, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. Israel had all the encouragement that they would ever need to know that they could conquer the nations of Canaan because of what God did to Egypt and the nations of the Amorites and others on the way to Canaan. Verse 7 tells us the works of his hands are verity and judgment. Verity is another word for truth. They're true They're righteous altogether, as Psalm 19 would tell us. But now it tells us this. All his commandments. Now we have his word. We had his works. Now we have his word. All his commandments are sure. You hear things from men, our government, a teacher, a parent. They can change next week. They're not so sure. I made a mistake, kids. Or the government comes out and reverses a policy. But God's commandments are sure. They don't change. They're certain. And we should be established in the certainty of the words of truth. Verse 8, they stand fast. That means they do not move. They do not move with the times. They do not move with a new generation. They do not move with so-called scientific advances. They stand ever. They're done in truth and uprightness. They are perfect. They are right. They are good, noble, honorable, pure. And we should love His words, His commandments, that God's given us. In the ninth verse, it says, Holy and reverend is His name. There's no reverend in this church. And there should be no reverend in any church of the Lord Jesus Christ, except the head of the church, the bishop of the church, the shepherd of the church, the apostle of the church, the high priest of the church, its head and cornerstone, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Holy and reverend is his name. To think that a minister would go around and put REV period in front of his name? Are you kidding? There's nothing reverend about any man on this earth. Yes, the office deserves some honor. And the office deserves some respect. But that Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 23 denied giving such titles to men. That the office deserves respect doesn't require there to be a title applied. Right. Elihu said, if I gave such titles or received such titles, God would soon take me away. Right. What was Paul referred to by Peter? The most reverend apostle Paul? In 2 Peter chapter 3? Or did Peter say our beloved brother Paul? Because Jesus had told them in Matthew 23 to call one another brethren. Verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You want to be wise? Start with fearing God. That is a respectful reverence for him and a delight to keep his commandments to please him. If you go through life with that worldview, that philosophy, that mentality, God exists, and He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God has revealed truth, and I can know it in the pages of Scripture. That is the foundation of wisdom. You will have the power of right judgment. You will be able to assess a situation, discern the errors in it, and know the proper wise, efficient, prosperous response. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. That's restating the same thing. So the first two clauses are just restating the same thing. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To respectfully reverence God and to obey him is the foundation of wisdom. It will get you started in being a wise young man. And a good understanding have all they that do His commandments. Because, see, God's commandments are to save you from trouble and to make you prudent and prosperous in this world. He loves His children. He's given you a manual for prosperity and success. His praise endureth forever. Amen. His works, His words, His name, and the wisdom and understanding He gives. His praise endureth forever, and he deserves all our praise. May the Lord bless the reading of his word.